0: Hey everyone, I'm Jonathan Morrow, and this is your Worldview Minute, episode 31. It's been a little while, but hey, we're all in quarantine, so I thought I would sit down on this Saturday afternoon and uh, record this podcast. First things first, I hope you and your family are doing well and staying safe and healthy. Uh, Right now, me and my teenage son and I just survived killing wasps around the house, outside, hunting down, and destroying wasp nests, running, things like that because clearly wasps are not in quarantine right now. Um, We also just celebrated our youngest daughter's birthday uh, without any friends around because you can't gather, which we all get. That's the new normal. People were kind enough to come by and give some well wishes at a distance and send sweet videos, but, you know, that's kind of a new thing. And we're just trying to figure out what this new normal looks like, just like all of you. And uh, these are strange days, and we're just trying to figure that out. And there's a lot of hard that we see every day, and there's still good going on every day as well. So, what I wanted to do briefly with this podcast was think briefly how should Christians relate to life during this new season, or basically, a Christian survival guide to life in coronavirus quarantine? And the first thing I want to do is provide a posture. How should we relate to this? And then i will talk about some do's and some don'ts and one of my favorite quotes by C.S. Lewis. And then also something fun uh, to share there at the end. But first, our posture as Christians, I think it needs to be three things right now. Faithful, resilient, and hopeful disciples. So faithful in that the Great Commission is still in effect. We're still to be making disciples, sharing the gospel, loving and serving our neighbor, That hasn't stopped. That's still in effect. No matter what circumstances we're seeing, we're called to be faithful. So that's the first thing. Second, we need to be resilient. We need to pursue resilience in our own life. And that's the distance between the recovery time, between when circumstances and our expectations are not met, and then how long it takes for us to recover from that. And so there's a lot of new things that are disappointing, a lot of things that we didn't see coming that we would like to be different right now but we need to be resilient during this time. We want to cultivate that uh, together as followers of Jesus. And then lastly, we want to be hopeful disciples. We don't despair in the same way that those without hope uh, sometimes are tempted to because Jesus is risen from the grave. We're going to celebrate that next week during Easter, that Christianity is true and nothing is going to change that. And because of that, we have hope. And because of that, we don't allow the current circumstances and situations that we're seeing define reality for us. We always have to see that through the lens that King Jesus has won, Jesus has risen, Christianity is true and that's the shaping lens that we see all of our circumstances no matter how hard they may be in light of. and we're having an opportunity to learn that uh, right now as followers of Jesus. So I want us to be faithful, resilient, and hopeful disciples. So a couple of do's during this new season. First, exercise if you can. It makes a big difference to your physical and emotional health, especially right now. Go for a walk, uh, run in place, chase people around the house, be creative, do what you need to do, but find ways to get some exercise because that will make a big difference in not only your physical, but emotional and mental health during this season where things are kind of out of whack. Second, read your Bible. Engage and allow God's word um, to be the loudest voice in your hearts and minds right now. Uh, First Peter would be a great passage or a great book of the Bible to work through as it talks about our living hope. It talks about kind of what it looks to live in when circumstances aren't going our way and what what that could look like uh, for us. It's just really important to have a chapter a day or a a book a day where we're just kind of working through and allowing the word of God to renew our mind and renew our heart and to give us hope to feed on that. And then third, pray for and serve others during this time. A call, a prayer. I mean, this can look a lot of different ways. People have suggested, you know, praying for people when you wash your hands, that could be a great thing. You could give somebody a call when they come to your mind, it's probably an accident. If you know you have a thought about, hey, I haven't spoken to so and so for a while. You know, reach out to your friends and family during this time, and pray for others. What about three don'ts? First, don't is don't only watch the news. I mean, there are some important updates, uh, but most of it is filling time. And I don't say that to be mean. It just that's the way the entertainment news media. From whatever you know flavor you happen to enjoy has to work right now because they've got to fill time, and not all of that time is created equal. And so, don't only be uh, watching the news because that can be just depressing and discouraging and even more scary than it needs to be. You need to be informed, but you don't need to be consumed. That's the first don't. Second don't uh, don't be out in public more than you have to. Right now, that's a way of loving our neighbor, and we love and serve our neighbor by by listening to what the CDC and the federal and local governments are telling us to do. And that's what we want to do. We want to be resilient in that and hopeful in that, but we also want to be good neighbors to one another so we can slow the spread of this virus. And then third, don't stop reaching out to friends and family. Uh, We were created to be connected. So, you know, one of the temptations right now is to maybe isolate or something like that. I want to encourage you to reach out, to connect, whether that's a small group through church, friends, family, you know reach out don't allow the enemy to discourage you and allow you to make make you feel more isolated than you may already feel so those are three do's and three don'ts and so just simply wanted to share those is hopefully a helpful thing for you to think about during this time as well but i also wanted to share my favorite cs lewis quote because i think that can add some perspective as well he says this, I believe in Christianity as I believe that the sun has risen, not only because I see it, but because by it, I see everything else. I love that. What's the first part say? I believe in Christianity as I believe that the sun has risen, meaning there's independent evidence for it. We can see it. There's good reason to believe that God exists, that Jesus was raised from the dead, that the Bible is true. So there's evidence for it. We can investigate it with eyes wide open. That's part one of the quote. But part two of the quote is especially helpful right now uh, with kind of our life and our circumstances. And it's this, but because by it, by the light of Christianity, I see everything else. See, Christianity is, is a whole worldview. It shapes the way we see reality. It brings brings things into focus. It illuminates things. And we need to allow God's word and God's perspective to shape how we see Uh, the world. It's a really, really important thing. Well, I don't know about you, uh, but around our household, we've been trying to do a few things that are just fun or little things. So here's a couple ideas. I'm sure you've got some, and I'd love to hear what some of those are. Uh, But one of those is little Debbie uh, zebra cakes. I used to love these as a kid. So in our runs to the grocery store every now and again, or ordering the, you know, the, the pickup from the grocery store or whatever You know, trying to add those in. Unfortunately, they seem to keep getting eaten before I can get to them. Um, Our kids keep stealing my zebra cakes. Not really excited about that. But, you know, that's just one of the realities of these days that we live in. They are indeed dark days. Second thing um, that's kind of fun right now is we've been playing a little more Mario Brothers, the original on Wii. And uh, so that's been kind of fun to teach our youngest and kind of do some of that together uh, to kind of do some of those shared uh, experiences even inside. So I don't know what you're doing, but I hope you find something fun to do to break up the monotony and the rhythm, just something sweet in there and something out of the ordinary, because that can make a big difference. So try to find something fun uh, this week. Well, I want to thank you for listening to this podcast. And if you like this podcast, I want to encourage you to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. That way you'll never miss an episode as I'm doing more podcasts these days. Second, you can follow me on social media at Jonathan underscore Morrow on Twitter and at Jonathan Morrow Media on Facebook. And if you like this podcast, you know, give me a five-star review on iTunes. That gets the show out there. That's the way the algorithms work. Would appreciate if you take a minute to stop by iTunes and give uh, this podcast a five-star rating. So you can find more resources to help the next generation build a lasting faith at JonathanMorrow.org. And this has been your Worldview Minute.